Thank you for joining me for our 32nd Anal Probe segment. Join me, John, Mike, Rochelle, Jared, and a drop-in for Matt as we break down some of the things that have gone on this week. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review wherever you found our podcast. That's how we get noticed, and we love to get noticed. Have a question for a member of the Anal Pod? Feel free to leave us a message at anchor.fm slash analpod. You could even hear yourself on the podcast. Wouldn't that be so cool? And apologies on the mic quality. I took the show on the road and was in Texas. Welcome back to the Anal Podcast. Tonight I will be joined by John, Mike, Rochelle, and Jared, and anyone else who decides to drop in. And we are going to cover as many topics as normal. Only difference is I'm in Texas. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm John. And if you stack two lasagnas, you still have one lasagna. I am Mike, and I'm pretty jealous of Rob right now, being at an amusement park. Hey, I'm Rochelle, and I am also jealous that I'm not at an amusement park. <laughs> uh, I, hi, I'm Jared, and I accidentally bought five bottles of vodka today. <laughs> <laughs> how does that happen exactly? How does that become a, yeah, how do you do that accidentally? Well, um, we basically run out of well alcohol meaning i i basically drank it all over the past you know few months so it was time to stock up and so i was at the old uh, uh, liquor store as you are doing in the wonderful uh, commonwealth of pennsylvania the last time we went katie got like a couple different like a, a peach flavored and like a lemon flavored and i was like this is pretty good i should get a couple more flavors you know a vodka because that's nice you can just put like a, a little spritz you know seltzer and it's got some flavor to it, you know, Not, nothing too fancy. Can't kind of keep it low cal if you'd like. And I just was like, oh, yeah, I'll get another peach. And then, oh, raspberry looks good. Oh, wait, there's lemon. Oh, there's a lot. And then, you know, I'm just like putting these bottles in my cart. I didn't even realize it till I got home. And I'm like, you know, unpacking them. And I was like, what? Oh, oh that's that's five. <laughs> All different flavors. Um, there's actually one that's uh, a lime ginger infused I'm, I'm kind of that sounds really good mm. pretty well exactly right i'm like yeah. let's look at these yeah. flavors they all look so good so yeah that that happened and i was not i i was intending to buy like three tops and <laughs> well so so jared which which one of those flavors do you think would go best with mountain dew's new flavor um you mean mountain dew sa dew sa baby so the the flavor is just it's America. It's well, it's it's described as um, uh, code red, the white one and the blue one mixed together. White out voltage, is it? Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like the last one, I think was like Liberty, and that was fifty flavors mixed together, which was terrible. Why does Mountain Dew do that? Like, what the hell? Well, like, hey, I'm going to be a five-year-old at the soda fountain. Why are you, you questioning why, how they have 50 flavors? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no way. I don't buy it for a second. Well, I, you'd, you'd be surprised. You, you'd be surprised if they rearrange one molecule. In the- <laughs> I'm sure they're inventing new chemicals every day to just to flavor Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I have three Mountain Dew flavors in my fridge right now waiting for a Jared and Katie vodka party. Oh, that was exciting. We get vaxxed, we can rage. 
Oh yeah, aren't you eligible now? Didn't everything open the 19th for scheduling? Uh, yeah, should be, yeah. Awesome. Well, Katie uh, and Jared, you guys have already had your first, right? Katie hasn't. I'm going to get my second on the 4th. I think Katie's getting her first on Tuesday, so... Nice. Um, but to answer your question, John, probably the raspberry. Yeah, probably. I feel that because I got a couple citrus ones, and I don't think that would complement. Did you get clear flavored? No, no. I just I, they're all. I have no regular, regular vodka. It's all flavors. <laughs> Such a white bitch. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I know. I didn't mean to, but I was just. It's excited. It was exciting. Like, I don't know. It's something I never really thought of before, but. I was like, oh, this is cool. It's flavors, yeah. And there's just so many. None of them are like birthday cake, right? No, I have, there's like a lemon one, like, like a lemon like one. Fruit? There was grapefruit, a grapefruit. Like I, there oh my God, damn it. That's like the one I said no to. I was like, I got a lemon and a lime. I shouldn't get this. I shouldn't <laughs> get this. That's the only <laughs> flavor that we currently have is grapefruit oh, vodka. No. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh. Should have got six, I guess. Uh. <laughs> Rochelle, how are you and Mike on your vaccine? He is getting his second one on the 29th. 29th. Yeah, yes. mine's on the 30th. Awesome. That yep. is amazing. Speaking of vaccinations and COVID, I guess, in general, how is the situation up there? Have you guys, like, returned to normal yet? I know I've only been gone a week, but boy, are things different here in Texas. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. People are still wearing masks at the same rate they were, which was decent, but not good enough. It depends on where you go. I've noticed oh, okay. that, like, awful restaurants like Applebee's and Chili's and, you know, enter whatever random restaurant, you know, chain that you want to are like astoundingly busy. And it's, it's kind of surprised me how excited people seem to be to go back to eating garbage food or drinking at the garbage bar. I, th I think unlike, uh, unlike some of us on the podcast here, many people are actual social animals. And they just like to be, you know, and I don't even think it's the food. It's just the act of going out and being like in public around other people. Like people enjoy that for some reason. Oh. Yeah, it's like being around other humans for just like you're not the only human around. There's other humans and <sighs> everybody's like in a good mood, you know. Uh, yes, I miss that. <laughs> I mean, but do, do you miss that at Applebee's? <laughs> Fuck, I haven't been to Applebee's in years. No. I, yeah. Yeah, see, that's, like, you can do that at other places. It's it's so it's so bad at the, like, the food is so bad. There's places here open that I want to go. Like, I want to go back to the wilderness. Uh, well, sure. Yeah, like, good places I can kind of understand. But, like, I just, I don't know. Like, we spent this whole year, like, making food ourselves and learning that like that's better for you maybe than otherwise but people are just like going hard at applebee's you're, you're making a you're very, you're making a very um hard assumption that these people weren't just getting takeout from applebee's constantly instead of cooking true. from home that's true, true. I mean, but yeah i guess i mean they did say the business was suffering but how much of that was actually true I'm sure well, it's, alcohol I mean, sales are a yeah. huge part of actual, like, uh, what is that called? Profit. <laughs> it's 
So yeah, like, alcohol is a huge profit profit maker. Yeah, mm. and if you can't do that, like as to go, um, you're just and even doing it as to go, you can't. Or oh, they really? can only sit like half seating at bars or something. Well, no, yeah. you can sit at bars again. You're allowed, but it's like you're actually allowed just to go and drink again. Like you don't have to order food anymore. So. Man, the parking lot was full, though. Like, there's only so many people at the bar at Applebee's. Oh. I was shocked when I got here to Texas because what I expected was 100% full open let's go. And that is what we found, except private businesses are not playing games. If there's a sign in the door that says a mask and you walk one in without one, they are not shy about telling you to get the hell out or put it up over your nose. Um... We are obviously we had spent a couple days in Six Flags, and if in line they seen people with their mask over out down over their nose, they got warned once, and after that one warning, they were removed from the park for not wearing their mask properly. Now I never seen that happen, but I know every person that got threatened immediately put their mask on and that's pretty cool. Around. The open air, if you're anywhere that isn't owned like by a private company. It's a free-for-all. Every trail was packed. Every parking lot was packed. Everything that was outside was packed. No social distancing. Barely an area mask to be seen. Um, it seems like only when you enter a business are you required to wear a mask. Not obviously because of the state, but because of the business's requirements. We went to a couple bars, and in the bars that we went to, the social distancing was in full effect. People stayed, you know, quite distant, and when they did have to get close to interact or to order, everyone seemed to put on their masks, um, which kind of surprised me. Uh, but that all did take place in Austin. Now, I will tell you, there is one hell of a difference between Dallas, Austin, and San Antonio. Yep. I, one would assume Austin would be more masky. <laughs> Austin was very masky. Um, it was very, very liberal. Uh, the one street it was an entire block of gay bars, and another street is just an entire street, like a good mile of just bars. They were all open. Uh, and something else in Austin, there was just like scooters everywhere. Just hundreds of scooters <laughs> that you just pick up, scan okay. with your phone, and just ride around like an insane person. Uh, what would you be doing at a gay scooter. bar, Rob? I had a sprite. <laughs> Which apparently, where I live, if you go to a bar and you order a sprite, it costs you a dollar. Apparently, in Austin, if you're drinking soda, they assume you're a DD and it's all free. So, how about that? Guess technically you would be. Yeah. So that surprised me. You know, I was prepared to pay for a couple sprites, and it's like, no, you're you're driving, you're fine. I was like, oh, oh, why don't we do that in Pennsylvania? Hot damn! Traveling post vaccination, um, the airlines do not mess around with masks. Um, you are allowed to have your mask down for your nips and your sips, but while you chew and you're done drinking, you have to cover your put your mask back on while you're chewing and stuff. Like you can't even have it down, but for the time to access your mouth hole. And then you ought to put it back. And they're they're pretty direct with it. I'm really surprised that they were so, um, I don't know, just so good at enforcing mask rules at Six Flags. That's pretty cool to hear. Because that's in San Antonio. Yeah, if you think about it, though, it's probably just as much to protect the employees as it is to protect the people. You know, I've, as an employee oh, yeah, of one of those places, you, I, mm. if I had to work somewhere that was like, we're mask free, I'd be like, all right, I, I don't work here. 
I wonder if it, I was actually thinking about that, and and yeah, it's it's cool to see the businesses doing it, but I wonder if it's some sort of um, reaction to seeing themselves as sort of a, a last line of defense or a uh, you know everyone else is being awful. We better be perfect because if we're not, we'll be awful too. You know, like it's kind of kind of one of those things, like a function of like. Well, they opened up and we shouldn't be, so we, you know, we were reacting to that accordingly. Could just be a fear thing. Uh, something else that they did that I thought was really surprising is to prevent cash transactions and, like, hand touching and all that. As soon as you walk into the park, there's these machines that you put your money in and they spit a card out. And you use that touchless card for the whole day or you need more money on it, you put it on. When you're done, you can get the money back out of the machine. Um, so that everything is contactless through the whole park. Even like the little cheese ball games and stuff, all contactless. That's cool. So is is your official, is like your official park review, is that going to be a whole other episode? I have a lot of footage for the uh, YouTube channel, so it'll probably just end up going over there. But um, as far as the park itself, uh, it was pretty much what I expected. The quarry wall was absolutely astounding it, it just looked like a rendered video game because my mind couldn't accept something that large and encompassing that just has a whole amusement park in it this big hole it just uh, the, the visuals were astounding and i just was in awe the whole time over the coasters going up over top of the quarry wall and back down the other side it was awesome it was awesome i got my bucket list coasters done i got to ride two new rmcs I got to ride the Krypton coaster, Pandemonium, the, the 4D Batman. I did puke my guts out numerous times, which was a small price to pay for the fun. <laughs> so the park itself was incredibly clean. They tried very, very hard to keep the social distancing to, to the to the best that they could by reminding people, you know, there's stickers on the ground. Keep your party on the stickers as the line moves, and you know all that sort of stuff. I. I was pleasantly surprised. I figured I was coming to Texas and it was going to be 100% wide open, which it is. But once you walk into a private business, mm -mm, mask on, separate, or get out. That's interesting. They Maybe Texas um, values workers a little bit more than like other places do because maybe, maybe it's a, an effort to just protect employees. And you've kind of seen, you know, in other instances where they value their workforce a little more with, with uh, what Bucky's does at every place, right? Correct, which for our listeners, uh, Bucky's is a very, 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 very large gas station um, where you can buy things like a five-gallon bucket of bacon grease or <laughs> snacks from all over the world and weird things. Just It's just huge. Hmm. But what's interesting about Bucky's is they put giant signs out in front of the stores, in the stores, at the cash registers, over the doors, to tell you exactly what the lowest to highest paid employee makes there. It tells you how their vacations work, that they get three weeks, use it, roll it, cash it, flat out tells you how they treat their employees, which I think should almost be something that every establishment is required to do. That would be awesome. <laughs> It is an interesting thing. I, I was, I, I, I saw you posted that, and I was uh, wondering about Jared's reaction, being our senior communist analyst. 
Yeah, what is the uh, commie point of view of, you know, outwardly saying to patrons of your establishment, here's what we pay our employees. We do not treat people as the slave labor that the minimum wage requires. Well, they're also telling their employees or prospective employees, too. Right. This is what you will make. You make your when you're a manager, you're making 26 bucks an hour. Or... Uh, I mean, it's it's good. Holy hell. It's <laughs> better than. The, the, the most Only people to keep it secret. I mean, it's good that people are paid closer to what they're worth. I mean, obviously, they're still not getting paid their worth. But I mean, it's when when workers are treated with more dignity, that's, you know, always better. But, you know, you still have to be wary. I mean, it's like, yeah, they pay you more. But how is the work environment? And are you still treated just like another cog in a machine? Which, again, getting paid more, is it's still better than not. But again, it's not like, it's just another step. It's not a solution. Like, a union would be better if it's not a union. Or a co-op would be better, right? If it's, you know, as a step. Do you think this could be a preemptive strike against something like that? I mean, it could also be a marketing ploy. Sure. I sure. mean, it's just like, oh, look, we pay our... I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Like, uh, there is some... I mean, I've I've definitely you know fallen for this stuff too, um, but in terms of you know this no ethical consumption, but I still feel better. Like there's a couple places around that you know that are bars and they're like or restaurants, and it's like don't tip because we pay our employees. It's like I want to go there because I know that hopefully those employees because they're paid more, they're not completely stressed out all the time. And I don't have to like wonder like, oh, should I tip this person 20 or 25% or more so they can, you know, afford to like pay their rent this month that just like, no, I can, you know, you know, obviously when there's no pandemic, but go out, pay my bill. And like these people are, will be compensated better than average, I guess. I guess you kind of hope that the company isn't wiggling around that sign also. Like, uh, oh, <clears throat> you know, these right. wages might be, you might get that, but you only get two hours a week. Or you might get like full timers might get like 100% healthcare coverage or something crazy like that, but there are zero full time employees. You know, there's right. some weird stuff right. like that that places do. Like I know TJ Maxx, you know, offered people, you know, this was years ago, maybe seven to 10 years ago, uh, like $15 an hour, uh, but they gave people no hours. So that's kind of interesting and and to be on guard about things like that so yeah i mean it's a step in the right direction to get paid a better hourly wage but that's only one thing and it only tells you that one thing there's a lot more to consider they advertise that now but how much are they going to pay in five years right right, right. in 10 years it is yeah oh yeah we're paying you yeah 15 dollars. yeah 15 dollars now and then five years later still 15 dollars. it's just it's what it is what Biden's going to raise the minimum wage in 2070, right? Yeah. Well, did you hear the latest bill? There, it was it was eleven dollars. Now is going to be the compromise. Uh, wow. I can't wait to talk about that. Speaking of awful, how awful Democrats are. That letter you got in the mail, John. Oh yeah. See, I didn't read it at all. Um, I posted it hoping one of you would and react <laughs> for me. So yeah, by all means. Say what's in my brain and I don't know about yet. Well, the, the part that really... Well, for our listeners, the letter we're talking about would have been for the $1,400 stimulus check, correct? 
Yeah, that I got months ago. I just finally got a letter saying that I got it from uh, the desk of Mr. Joseph R. Biden, uh, president at large. Whose dad really could drive a car. Yeah. Um, And his son probably really can't. Said something like, oh, yeah, you can use this for all your bills and your investments and this and this. It's like, what? How much oh, yeah. money do you think we got? Yeah. <laughs> what, what could it cost, Michael? $600? <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's the part that really, really stuck out to me was they made it a point to say, well, you see, we got we promised you 2000 and if you add $600 that we didn't give you, to the $1,400 we gave you, that that equals that equals 2000 And And I think yeah. that that's, that's a great way to look at life, you know, because if I owe John 50 bucks and then I hear somebody gives him 30, well, then I only owe him 20 now. Oh, my God. That's so perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was the Trump admin that gave the 600 you know? So... <laughs> Oh my God! Explain so so, so elegantly genuine. before. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Even an idiot like me can understand that. <laughs> so anyway, go on with my reaction to it, Jared. I mean, that was the only. That was the. That was the thing that really. If only if anyone else has anything, that was my big aha. Like I can't believe you condescending prick, Biden administration moment. Like they must have been getting so much pushback. That they had to send out letters explaining people, no, no, no. If you add six hundred plus fourteen hundred, next you're going to be asking us for what ten dollars an hour? How dare you ask for nine dollars an hour? You think you deserve eight dollars an hour? You're already making seven thirty-five an hour. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, what did you guys think about the Chauvin verdict? Uh, that it was good and correct. Though I think there, a case could have been made for premeditation, I don't think it would have been successful. So I think uh, Murder 2, which according to the state that it was happening in, is is the best they could have done successfully. I was surprised that it actually happened. Did you think he was going to yeah. be found guilty on all counts? No. What about you, Mike? No, I didn't. I didn't have a lot of faith that found guilty... I figured he was going to walk. Um, yeah, same. I did not think that that would happen. And I was especially happy that he got bail. What is that called? Uh, bail revoked. Was it revoked? So yeah. he has to, you know, wait in jail for um, sentencing. Which he'll at least be in jail right? for a couple months, right? I believe so. Well, I can be the uh, the dissenting opinion here. And I, 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 I thought he was probably he was going to get convicted. Because, you know, they need a scapegoat to share. Hey, the system works. It's still working. We, we convict the, ba- the, the bad ones. We do that. So, so don't, you don't have to burn any more precincts down, please. Or targets. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I thought after I heard that he was found guilty. I'm like, well, is he going to be like the sacrificial lamb kind of thing? Like, appease the, appease the public? Like, here's one cop murderer in jail. So, yeah. How many of these have gone to jury? Are they all jury? Or is this like one of the only ones? How many of them do we not know about that never 
we never even heard of, I think is probably a more direct question. Well, sure, but I'm, I'm speaking of the, the more famous ones that the country can become inflamed about. I'm, I was just wondering, like, because it seems like, you know, public sentiment has been growing toward, you know, police being murderers and things like that. So we might, this could, you could look at this as an indicator of, you know, just the, the, the lexicon or the zeitgeist kind of changing toward that if all of these other ones have been decided by a jury. I, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, specifics or the, the legality or all the things that have to happen, but... Is this something? Is this one of the things where every juror had to be in agreement, or did they just need a majority? No, I think they had to have agreement. Okay, yeah, because I know it's different all over the place, and you know, I. Which, speaking of, I hear that the the racists are seething over over the the verdict because I saw this one tweet that someone had uh, clipped. I don't think I sent it out, but it was like. A picture of you know the jury of but it's like like the emoji faces and you know there's like white people and black black people brown people i, I don't know i don't recall exactly I, I didn't like bother to look up personally like who all was on the jury but you know their quote was like how could this be a jury of his peers you know implying that they're not all white they're just so mad because now he didn't get a quote fair trial it's just that doesn't even make sense. Like I Insane. thought, all lives, I thought all men were created equal, and all of their lives matter. Uh, but I also, that's not correct. That, yeah, that that's what we're told, but that's not reality. I'm pretty sure that's pretty gaslit in general, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, a lot of the sentiment I'm seeing from people that are like closet racist or closet, um, I've never learned how to critically think, um, or I don't know how to do discourse at all. Has been like. This, the trial wasn't fair and Jared's uh, point for it, like not being a jury of his peers and also seeing sentiment that Biden and the left, you know, the seething intolerant left influenced the jury. Um, and there's no way he could have gotten a fair trial, which kind of makes you ask more esoteric questions about what is law and what is fair. And is that just how we happen to define fairness at any given time. All interesting things to think about as they, as those all translate to actual law or practice. Um, again, I'm, I'm not the best person to ask. We have somebody <laughs> hopefully joining us soon. He said that he should be on at some point. So yeah, we will have to propose that directly. And I, I hate to use him for his, that one skill. I'm sure he has opinions on other things, but yeah, that's, that's, it's kind of interesting to think about in a grander sense, the actual definition of fairness or definition of impartiality might be changing just because if the majority says something is wrong, regardless of why they say it, doesn't that mean it's wrong because that's the majority and the, the, the majority is the majority. vote and the vote is supposed yeah. to decide the things, right? The majority creates the laws. I guess, right. but but a lot of times a minority creates law. You know, it's like we, we a lot of times like a special interest group kind of changes a law, which is sort of a misnomer. Like a special interest group is just people that ha are are differently interested, interested in something in the than same, you. Yeah, one common thing. <laughs> yeah, well, like a special interest group is like people in a wheelchair. It's like, well, yeah, they they have a different interest than I do. They should be listened to. It's just, it's, it's kind of weird how I, how I see a lot of 
dismissive white men talk about this. Speaking of that a little bit, and I think going back to what Rob was saying when you were mentioning about going to trial, and he's just saying, well, how many didn't even bother getting even convicted of anything to begin with, right? To even bother going to trial. And, um, you know, I was sharing some some memes <clears throat> from the, uh, the old Lamb Baron there. But one of the right-wing talking points is that that she brought up was, oh, it's just all this facade and it's only in these liberal sanctuary cities where like all this violence is happening and all these convictions are happening. And it's, it's this weird, on one hand, it's like this anti-left talking point, right? So the conservatives say, look at these hypocrites. Like it's their cities that are the worst. If you think about it for a bit, I don't think it's that the liberal cities are worse than the more conservative ones. It's just like the liberal the liberal cities are the ones where people actually, cops actually have a chance to get convicted and aren't just immediately heroes and just like, oh yeah, you just killed him. It's not your fault or no, you did the right thing. You're doing and, you know, your job. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's, that's kind of one of those cases where statistics only show you what the statistic shows you. And, and your point is probably very valid that, you know, there's actually an opportunity to explore these things or find these murderers as such. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. But then the statistic is always going to show that it's a liberal city full of anarchy and cats living with dogs. And it's, it's awful there. And that's not necessarily a lie. It's just a weird interpretation of the actual statistic that exists. Well, with the Chauvin verdict... Um, I know Jared being the counterpoint, so to speak. Do we think that this is possibly a shift towards accountability, or is this a sacrificial lamb being fed so they can say, hey, we're, we're doing our job? Or could this truly be a shift in perception, a shift that, that, that the men in blue can do wrong, and if they do, they should be treated just like everybody else? I'll be brief. Um, I thought it was... You know, a better thing at first, but j hearing Jared say that, that sort of rings more true in my mind. That it's, you know, just a, uh, a sacrificial lamb kind of deal. Being placated as a, as a country. Yeah, yeah. The issue, the, the adopting a policy of appeasement just to keep... Uh, keep the, the people calmed. I kind of think that we're a capitalist country, and I think that if he was found innocent, that it would have cost billions of dollars across many, many cities across this country, and the life of one man is not quite worth as much as it would have cost once the riot started. So that's why I think he was found guilty, if you want my pretty blunt and honest opinion. Yeah. The whites yeah. didn't want their shit messed up. And Same if he would have been found innocent... Yeah. Yeah. He, it would have got messed up, so they prevented it by throwing him to the to the wolves, and now everything's fine. We had no riots. We're good. You see, listener, sometimes I have glimmers of, of hope and light in my life, and, and Jared's the one that always snuffs them out. So <laughs> he's, he is why I am how I am. Well, I mean, to, to your question, Rob, whether this is, you know, just an appeasement or a turning point, I mean, it could be both. And what, what that is depends on the people and, and the movement and what happens. Like, the thing is, is like the, the police, right, abolition movement, the defund movement, is not, it's not going away. And depending on what they do in the future will determine whether or not this was just an appeasement or it's an actual turning point. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it, it's, 
if you know you might have to burn a couple more precincts down for it to you know to be a turning point unfortunately just because of how ingrained that is you know in our society you know there might have to be more huge protests and i'm sure there will be because i mean i mean again i guess we could go there now right what during the the reading right of the verdict a, a cop killed uh uh what a a woman in o- in ohio a 16 year old girl i think it's fair to call her a girl yeah go yeah um Micaiah bryant technically 20 minutes before they started reading it Mm. Uh, but oh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's kind of there's indicative of problems with the country. That's for sure. <laughs> sure, a, a, a very clear uh, body cam footage exists, so that'll be interesting to watch. Not only does it exist, but it's already viral. Yeah, well, uh, sure, it's 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 obviously going to be that way. That's just where we are now. I watched it a few times. Um, I'm not somebody that kind of shies away from things like that, so. I tried to see what people said they saw in the video. I'm going to leave it up to everyone else's interpretation, whether listener or um, cast member here, Um, and watch it or don't. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm certainly not recommending it because you watch someone die. But it's it's going to be interesting for me to see how this current zeitgeist interprets this information because it's it's a very very clear video and i don't know that we've had ever had well aside, aside from the recent one where the kids running along the fence and get shot immediately um which is another yep. one we could protest oh sorry it's, uh it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for me just, just to interject real quick and then someone else can go and i just wanted to rob to answer your question i just this factoid came up on my timeline here Uh, in a statement regarding the verdict. Um, And it said only seven police officers have been convicted of murder since 2005. So. And he would be eight or he would be seven. Uh, I, I, seven, I mean. Does it matter? Does eight make you feel better? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Maybe just a little bit. In the thousands of people they've, they've murdered. um, Sorry. I just wanted to, in terms of putting it in perspective, is this a turning point? It's the, the seventh or eighth in what 20 ish years matthew welcome to the podcast we're currently going through a question i asked earlier what's up everybody so matthew, up, matthew? as the professional here what do you think <laughs> of the joven joven verdict first off matthew did you think you, this is what we would talk about tonight or is this totally blindsiding you be honest <laughs> Uh, I knew this is what we would talk about, regardless of what. How it you're so does. smart. He's a lawyer. It's his job um, to be smarter than us. <laughs> I'm glad he is. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was surprising, but in a way, it wasn't. It was surprising because of who the defendant was and the fact that he was actually found guilty. But it. If this were a regular person, I wouldn't be surprised at all because the evidence was just so damn, you know, it was like, well, it happened live. Everyone saw it. There's really no like room for for argument there. And you can just like you hardly have that in murder cases. So you just like, oh, you want to see the murder? We got it right here. That is true. And that's what Jerry's going to get hung up on is. 
oh well it'd be cool if there was some video and like after you pull them and stuff they'll say yeah you know I wish there were some pictures or some video and in this case they actually had it. I'm not surprised that someone could get convicted with this amount of evidence, but I am surprised overall that a cop got convicted on all counts and not just the lesser charges. Are you surprised that it was every count and not just one of them? I I, I kind of didn't yeah. understand that. That was that was a big deal. And I understand everything except for that, so. <laughs> yeah. So when at the end of a trial, the, the jury is given written instructions and it has the elements of each crime and they're all like separate pages. And then there's a whole host of other instructions like you're not supposed to let personal feelings just strictly the evidence, you know, things like that. But it has the elements of each crime. And then you're supposed to check guilty or check not guilty on each box for each crime. And so a lot of the times, you know, you'll see them check not guilty on the on the stronger charge, which is always harder to prove because you have to have more intent than the lesser charge, which would be, you know, like manslaughter. You know, oh, you ought not to have done that, you know, but you did. So got to be guilty of something versus like the murder, too, which is like, oh, you you thought about that and you made a choice. So I'm surprised that it was all of them. Yeah, well, it, it just seems like I guess in this instance, like if as long as it fits each thing, then he's just guilty of each thing. But. It's it's sort of I I just it's sort of weird to think that we don't like if it's not just the biggest one then that's what he's guilty of instead of like all of them I you know it just it just kind of makes a weird it's like a weird logic thing you know the reason for that is you know manslaughter is included within murder you know like if you've done murder also did manslaughter oh I didn't know that the reason they bring them both is for that reason that I just said yeah that's you know, well, if you can't get him to believe that he had intent, then maybe you'll at least get him to believe that he acted recklessly. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that either. So that's that's interesting and neat. Um, is is there any difference between states as far as how this all goes? Or like, I I don't know. Was this a? I'm 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 sadly very unread on a lot of. Uh, his proceedings because I just didn't think anything would come of it. So my fault. Uh, but like, w would it have changed depending on what state he was in or did that not matter? Sometimes. So I know like some states don't have murder one and murder two or some kind of something. Yeah. So a lot of states follow what's called the model penal code. So they have, they have old language that, you know, they, they have, the same categories of murder, but they have kind of archaic language that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to juries. Yeah, uh, other states have you know their own penal code that they go by instead of the model penal code. So the elements of the crime are kind of decided by the legislature. The model penal code is something that was put together by a group of judges and lawyers and say, you know, if, if you're gonna have criminal statutes on the books, these are the kind of the best ones to use. And so the idea behind the crimes are the same. 
but the language and how you have to demonstrate that is a little bit different. Some states don't have, like there's negligent manslaughter. Some states don't have that at all. There are some states that have, you know, just murder one and murder two, and they don't have manslaughter at all. You know, it, it varies. Thank you for this uh, extremely depthy education. When can, where, do you need me to send you, like send you my address so you can send my diploma or? Seriously, we all just got a law degree. And we yeah. all heard I mean, the classic lawyer answer, which is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually that's funny because they they tell you that kind of your first week in law school is you'll every time you ask a question, the answer is it depends. Well, I have a kind of a, a follow up to to that. Um, you know, we have the verdict. So, do, any predictions on actual sentencing? Because I mean, that's also I think important. Well, yeah. I feel like they're going to go middle of the road on my end, and I'm not a lawyer. I just feel like if he is a sacrificial lamb, then they don't have to, you know, sacrifice his entire life. They just have to make an effort. Jared, if if the sentencing is going to interrupt my brunch, then I don't know if I care. So just, 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 I'm not sure that it matters because I think he's going to get murdered in prison. I have heard that from more than a few people. Yeah, I've been so, wondering about as that. As long as he gets there. Yeah, that won't happen. Uh, gonna, he'll be in... Don't burst right. my bubble, Matthew. He'll be in seclusion. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll just go <laughs> that seclusion or federal or, you know, he won't get He won't get Epstein. He might even be housed outside of his area. I mean, he'll still have to go... He'll still have to do max. He's not going to be able to do minimum security because... He's a violent offender, so he might be, you know, moved outside of the Minneapolis area and pushed off somewhere else where the people who are directly tied to the community can't get to him. You don't think other inmates are going to have it out for him? Being a cop? Sometimes the judges, you know, when they when they get a public servant and they get a cop who by some miracle is found to be guilty of things, they they go harder because of that because they say oh you should have known better you know and the defense went the whole way of trying to paint him as public servants for so many years da, 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 you know and that can backfire because the judge heard all that and yet he still did this so you know he can he can cause him to go harder because of that hmm. sounds a lot like our discussion last week yeah yeah on the weapon confusion yeah that's interesting Oh, okay. So the libs, the, the libs say that blue lives don't matter. Blue lives aren't a thing, so I mean they're imaginary. So I guess they don't. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that anyone is born a police officer. Yeah. That's, I mean, they're, they're, they're a gang. gang. You know, they're they're, they're a yeah. gang. They're a private they are. gang, just like every other gang that's out there, and they want to control entire territory that they say they're there. That's theirs the same way the other gangs. It's a really interesting and relativistic way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. It's the same thing. They wear colors. Yeah, they you're right. Shit. combat other gangs. They look out for each other all the time. They're always gonna have someone's back. You get jumped in. It's just human travel behavior playing out on grander scales. It, well, really what playing it. out on like uh, uh, subsidized scales, right? <laughs> Yeah, but they're grander and subsidized. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, yeah, grander because they get given tanks by the people that want them to have tanks. 
Yeah, which isn't the taxpayers, but somehow. Sure isn't. Somehow they end up with them anyway. Well, Mike, how else are we going to... How else are they going to protect our pumpkin fest if they don't have a tank? Think about the pumpkins and the children. That are going to get run over by the tank. No, they'll get protected by the treads of the tank. Because if they don't get... they, they If they're not... They, the some, some, They'll get shot, Mike. Oh, okay. They must enjoy the pumpkin fest or they'll get shot. Maybe the tank is to protect the community from the other police. Like a racket? Like, no one can shoot up our community except our own community? Yes. <laughs> Nobody can kill these people except me. Yeah, do we have, like, are there, like, um, like regional pre- uh, precincts, I guess is what you call them? Do they, like, are they at war with each other? I mean, on Super Troopers, there was kind of that. Yeah, are they like rivals? We're like, oh, that's the guys from the the six oh six. They have the all the sexy people, some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just gangs. Sure. Mm-hmm. Jesus, they're just. It sounds like uh, it. Or sheriffs and PDs. They're just publicly funded gang. I guess they're like l- legally funded gangs. Yep. That wow. is very upsetting. I have never really considered it under those parameters, but yes, they are a legalized, federally funded, and organized gang. What a takeaway from tonight. That's, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, it, justice is so bastardized anymore, and it's kind of up to the current definition of whatever it is. And there we are again, trying to find the definition, because our world is so goddamn twisted that we don't even know the definitions of standard terms anymore because they've been so bastardized. Yeah. Well, I, I it means uh, different things to different people now. Yeah. Because everyone has access to the internet, and they find their little corner, and definitions get warped and twisted, and you know. Well, yeah, and even to take it a step further, those definitions can depend on how dark your skin shade is. Yep, very true. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody's seen that that Peter Griffin meme where he's getting pulled over by the police, and it's like they pull out a paint swatch of different shades of skin tone. Yep. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. <laughs> well, something to, again, keep in mind is, you know, if you're calling them a gang, like, just remember who they work for. It's, it's <laughs> not It's not you. you. No, they, um, they work for who pays them. They're they work for the bigger, the more more moneyed gang, the rich people. I mean, if people, you know, you research the history of policing in the United States, and like policing comes from like runaway slave catchers. Like those were the first police, you know, protecting property, at, uh-huh. which at that time was people for some awful fucked up reason. But it, it, it's interesting if you also look into the history a little bit. Um, we were doing some research in the local org I'm in um, about the history of policing in like the uh, in our area. I mean, there was a time when there actually weren't like the formalized police that we see today. It was just like sheriffs and like deputies and stuff. And I remember I forget what year it was. It was in like the eighteen, maybe the eighteen hundreds at some point, and like. Some, you know, rich people in the city were trying to get a police force happening and the people were like, nah, we're good. They like voted against it because they didn't need, they're like, we have a sheriff, it's fine. We don't need this shit. As far as the, the current climate of the country, I think we can probably all agree that had the verdict been different, that we would be living in a very, very different world right now. I mean, we'd be seeing different news stories, I guess. I don't know that our little 
like bubble of of America would be any different. Nancy Pelosi might not have called it a sacrifice. Oh, <laughs> you know, the murder. Fucking weirdo, bro. Yeah. Man wasn't looking to become a martyr. He was fucking murdered. He was just trying to stay alive. She's talking about the whole thing as a sacrifice to her Twitter clout. Like she's just wants the Twitter clout, so she's she's things are sacrificing themselves to it. No, it, no, I'm sure what happened was that was impromptu, and she just had to go off the top of her head, and that was the best she could come up with for having like empathy for someone who was murdered by the police. It's just truly, truly disgusting. These people that are elected to office in this country. They don't live in our reality at all. Well, no, right. I only have one fridge. Boy, that must have been an interesting comment because everyone had something to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of people that are t- out of touch, uh, the Oakland Raiders, specifically Davis, the owner, uh, tweeted out a picture oh that said, I can breathe yep. uh, yesterday. Hey, which yeah. you He's dead. Me? That's not true. Yeah, they got dunked of the day for yeah, that. Yeah, they, they got dunked on. Um, which he said, like, oh, I didn't know that cops were saying I can breathe as a a, a form of being shitbags. I, did, I didn't know, which is probably true. Like, why would he know that? Why would he have any knowledge of any of this? He doesn't give a shit. He's so rich. He just, yeah. Then you could have said nothing. Yeah, yeah you should have yeah. just said fucking nothing. You, you got you to do it sometimes. for that Twitter clout, man. You got to do it. Do it for the gram. Oh, though these these takes are awful. I saw that like, um, what's his face? He he's like the next big like white fragility kind of like Ibram X Kendi. He's like the only way it would have been better if the jury would have only uh, deliberated for what nine minutes and twenty eight seconds or whatever. Like, that bitch. Like really, dude. Like God, it's just the I don't know how these people can be so tone deaf that they just gotta just gotta promote that brand. That's ignorance. That's, that's where we like, live. I don't know if it's ignorance though. That's just where we live. You, you everything is brand promotion. Maybe. Whenever everything is profit. I like that Madison yeah. Cawthorn called him maybe a bad cop. Maybe a bad cop. Maybe a bad cop. All things considered, like he was, he was a pretty good cop for what we define cops as, right? Oh uh, yes, yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe a bad person might have been a little better, but still tone deaf. Like, awful person, horrible, disgusting, slime of a person. Good cop. <laughs> well, is that is there a term for someone who like he just gets caught? Like he's a good cop, but he just he just got caught. Thing I think all cops are quote good cops until they get caught. For all we know, every officer out there has a black mark against their name, and we just haven't seen the video because one doesn't exist. I'm not saying that's the case, but every interaction I've had with law enforcement leads me to believe that it's the... Well, I mean, the black mark kind of starts whenever they sign their name on the contract. They become class traitors. Well, they they enforce all laws, whether they're just or unjust, so... Yeah. No nuance, no thought put into it. But they definitely want traitors as empathetic people instead of, you know, law machines whenever it comes to it. Even though they're not. Law machines might actually be more fair. Law machines. Yeah. That's totally yeah. like those those robot dogs. <laughs> oh, God, no. Come on. 
Just did you see all those diagrams going around and where where you can like pull their battery oh, out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're coming. Like we're joking, but yeah. those are coming no, to coming. protest. Well, they already have drones. Drone. Okay, the BLM march we went to, they had the police were flying drones around, monitoring the entire march. Well, I think that, that that's an interesting question for the more tech savvy people here. Maybe Mike and Rob, you know, I hear people talking about, especially right, if you're a left wing, you're a communist, you're an anarchist, socialist, whatever, like you got to you got to make sure you use VPN and, you know, do, use signal when you, when you chat with people and, and do all this firewall shit like is that is that, you know, use Tor or whatever, like, is that worth it? Like they, they just they, they know, right? Well, if you want to layer a security, a VPN can help, but it is not foolproof in the sense that the VPN is only as strong as the company's will when it comes time for you to. Be so it's weak as hell. The other thing is, you <laughs> you still have a beginning IP address that they could trace to somehow. I'm sure because it you're it still that's the signal still coming from your computer to the VPN before it goes to the internet. There's probably a way for them to even figure out what your actual IP is. Well, that, that's the other thing, too. You know, I wonder, like, about all the security. And it's like, I'm on a... I mean, I have done nothing illegal other than... Well, I mean, nothing illegal. I guess talking about communism, but that's not illegal right now, currently. <laughs> but, like, am, am I, like... in? A, do I have an FBI file? Because I'm, like, on a podcast and I've said communist and I've, you know searched for like the communist manifesto online a few times and stuff yeah like possibly yes, do. we've all got a file somewhere google I, has one if, if not I'm the cops i'm saying 100 i'm saying 100 yes jared it's fine you can ask the people that are making the file to see the entirety of the file and they give it to you they give you the whole thing hmm, how, the, how do they do that it's, I guess. The, free, Why don't you tell our it's the freedom of information act and you know, it's it's like it's it's like asking someone that did something wrong, did you do something wrong? No, I would never yeah, it, do anything it, it doesn't, wrong. It doesn't make any sense at all. Like they'll give you the stuff, but it's all blacked out or it's not all of it. Like you're you trusting the party and give it to Yeah. You. <laughs> you're trusting the party that you don't trust. Like it, it makes no sense. Well, and isn't that the whole reason we know that COINTELPRO is a real thing was because a couple people broke into like an FBI office during a Muhammad Ali boxing match and stole a bunch of files. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. Episode we may want to do. <laughs> that sounds pretty damn intriguing. Yeah. Could be boxing talk with Jared and, and no one else. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't I'm watch. Boxing I don't, talk with you, Jared. I'm not well, a boxing he pulls, fan. He, though, pulls, he is, doesn't pull any punches, everybody. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, does anyone else have anything they want to bring up for the end of this episode? We feel like we. I feel like we had so many topics today. We like barely got to graze any of them. Really, there was some heavy stuff happened this week. So. Yeah, I think we got pretty in depth with the police stuff. That was that was good. I was actually interested. I think that's the most pressing thing that I think our country may be facing. Less, you know, economic downturn. Yeah, I mean the rest is like stupid news with Purple Urkel and 420 and Elon not celebrating Dog Day. Oh no! But what he made his. Which was what is Dog Day? <laughs> 420. Wait, what, why? why is Doge 420? Yeah, why? What? Well, 
They they just decided at some who's, point that they wanted Doge to rip on. Who's Torch they? Army. Daddy Elon. The Doge Army. Doge Army. Oh, Doge this, Army. is it like the people oh, that the own people the coin? They voted. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's yes. that's that's remarkable. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. Hey, I'm part of the AMC Army. Today was a nice day. It was 100% utilization, and the short interest went up 15% in 15 minutes. Hedgie's bleeding, boys. Hedgie's bleeding. That's we didn't talk about the Baron. That's what we need to talk about. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Baron. Yeah, we'll give her a few minutes. So, did you? Was there anything in particular that struck you of the various memes that I? Hold on, I'm scrolling. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So Jared preempted this all by saying on 419, uh, one day before Dog Day, uh, some absolute bangers from the Baron. <laughs> and he's right uh, for so many reasons. Um, and, I, you know, I'm just going to and please no one interrupt me while I do this. Um, so this one starts off like these are all just separate word salad. Uh, is this what's what's the is she using Facebook for this? Yes, Facebook. Yeah, this is Facebook. Yeah. Um, so, first one, Killary has been convicted by a military tribunal. They found her guilty on all charges: the murders of people, trafficking and abusing minors from Haiti, uh, conspiring to assassinate a presidential candidate. I assume be Trump. Um, next status, the Pentagon Pedophile Task Force discovered, discovered actionable evidence that showed the coordination of worldwide human trafficking that has been expanded to a massive database that includes every conceivable factor of a human life. So, I mean, I guess that's just like, you know, it's like dog breeding almost, where if you, you know, you want a certain breed, but I, I don't know why she has to post this as a status. That, that's incredible to me. Um, then the next what? one is... This is the week of the great unveiling. She, she doesn't say what will be unveiled. However, fear not. Uh, she is here for us. Hashtag age of Aquarius. It's word salad. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, the, the, the Lynn Wood one's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I just, I was going to skip that one. Oh yeah. Okay. Lynn Wood, who Jared is a, successful one of the most successful attorneys in the u.s says uh that biden's obama's clinton's and bush's are all child sex traffickers and being that he is a successful attorney in the u.s he cannot say these things without them being true and matt i'm sure you agree <laughs> as as a lawyer you cannot say things that are not true ever um i can still because i'm not I'm not successful. Oh, oh, so okay. I can I see. Lie. So only the most <laughs> successful attorneys are the, the ones that tell the truth all the time be, just naturally become more successful. Rise to the top. Makes Yep. And then they can lie. It makes energy. perfect sense. <laughs> Moving on. I she's talking about a troll. I don't know what how to deal with that. Well, no, that, uh, that there was just like a a black guy that was constantly like calling her out on her kind of vaguely racist shit and she just blo eventually blocked him oh okay wow <laughs> so she blocked him right. she's she oh and she says she's not speak she's never speaking for herself she's speaking for uh the billions of people billions yes uh, who recognize that there is a communist takeover and genocide of the u.s and the world happening right now genociding the world is kind of a weird 
turn of phrase. Like it doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. It has to be a target ethnic group for it to be a genocide. Well, I mean, you could genocide the genocide. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like an exercise routine. It's, it's like circumcision, but more. So, no, that's when they that's when they make your penis bigger. They genocide it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- so there's that. They're gonna make all our peeps bigger. And for the whole world. But if the whole world has bigger peeps, then no one has bigger peeps, right? They just keep getting bigger Why? and bigger. But they're still bigger. <laughs> Picture like a video game slide, like fucking cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> is one, right? Isn't there? Length. Yeah, true. you can like, customize your junk. Uh, I feel like that, that these aren't even touching on the one that I couldn't understand. Well, she wraps all of this chain up by saying... That it's very sad to her that the only insult people can come up with these days is racist. I'm assuming she got called racist for the aforementioned racist shit she was doing. Yes, probably. So yeah, and, and I'm always I'm always worried whenever people like these statuses. So that's kind of sad. But Jared, what was the one that I was like couldn't begin to understand what the hell she was talking about? The Mike Lindell visiting Jimmy Kimmel one. Oh, yes. I know. Yes, exactly. Lindell will be on Jimmy Kimmel. The tide is turned. Freedom wins. Because Jimmy Kimmel invited Mike Lindell on his program. Not only that, but he's had millions of hits on his new freedom of speech website, which, by the way, you can't swear on. And there's no pornography allowed, by the way. But it's it's freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. The speech is it's super free. But there's Big Daddy Lindell. That Jimmy Kimmel just invites people to make fun of them. See, that was yes, yes, pretty much. Well, see, that's see, this is why I, I was struggling with her interpretation of what was happening, because yeah, he he invites like patsies on there to just poke at, like the the Trumplicans and the people in that side of things, kind of like would have to psychologically view it as. Oh, look, Jimmy Kimmel is in on our secret inside joke that we all definitely understand. And the emperor's new clothes look beautiful because if we don't understand this, then we're all idiots. So, I mean, I, I, I was just trying to I was struggling with some way that she was explaining this to herself in her head that made what she posted make sense. Well, again, and I think to her, it's that like this thing that's been in the shadows and hidden from the world that only the few people know the truth. Like it's finally coming out to be on Jimmy Kimmel. And like the world is going to know through Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> but, but she was also going on about how like his free speech site, the frankspeech.com or whatever, like all these people on it. And so this guy that she has now blocked commented, my pillow CEO's free speech social network will ban posts that take the Lord's name in vain. That's not free speech. And then she goes, 100% wrong as usual. There are infinite ways to express yourself. And then he, and then he goes, so this is about religion. I have to believe in your quote, Lord. Sounds like a cult. That's not freedom. <laughs> and then... She just says, you don't know what's going on. And then he goes, you have a disease called racism. I will pray for you. You are not seeking truth. And I think that's when she blocked him. Just the logic these people have to make. So you're obsessed with free speech. And this guy that made a stupid fucking pillow says, I have free speech, but I'm immediately limiting your speech. 
and somehow you still think that means it's free speech even though it's like like smacking you in the face this is not free speech because i'm restricting what you're allowed to say it's just mind-boggling I hope you enjoyed our 30-second anal probe segment. Join us again next Saturday as we take a look at what's going on around us and try to figure out what the hell is going on. I would like to assure our regular listeners that a return to normal mic quality is assured from here out. And do you or someone you know or someone you don't know or someone you wish you knew have a question for the anal podcast? You can email us at a new American legacy at gmail.com. I know now I'm going to get a bucket of spam, but hey, it was worth it in the name of the anal pod. Stay safe out there. <laughs>